Hey, thanks for checking out the Airborne Youth Podcast. This week you'll be hearing a teaching from our guest speaker. Give it up for Jess Cop tonight. She's got, got some word to, to drop in the house. Are you good with that? Are you good with that? Woo! I mean, you better be good with it because you're stuck with me for the next 30 minutes or so. I can't even see. Well, more like more like 20. Yeah, I will lock you in here if you do not listen to me. No, kidding. What? 812. All right, first of all, everybody stand up. Stand up. Is anybody ADD like I am? Kind of? All right, well... My ADD-ness needs to, like, wiggle around. Otherwise, when somebody's speaking, I feel like my foot's tapping, my hands are moving, I'm not, I'm not focused. So get some room real quick. We're going to do some jumping jacks. Give me five. Even if you don't have ADD, give me five jumping jacks. Come on. Seriously. All right, jog in place. Jog in place. Jog in place. All right, wiggle it out. Wiggle it out. Okay, grab grab a partner. I want you to look at them, and I want you to say, I am going to listen, and I am going to learn something. All right, everybody sit down. All right, that was supposed to help the ADD not stir it up, all right? How's everybody doing? Good? Are you better now? Doesn't jumping jacks just get your, like, adrenaline going and it just makes you feel better? Oh, well, by all means, you can run around while I'm speaking. No, I'm kidding. Um, No, I'm totally kidding. I do know people, teachers, that allow students to stand up that are ADD, and it helps them learn better. So if you need to stand, don't stand. I will will push. Yeah, I was going to say. I was going to say, just kidding. Anyway, how many of y'all do a devotional? So four of you. <laughs> All right. Can you tell me what a devotional is? That's great. Yeah, I do too. You're you're great. And I love the two glasses thing going on. Some tell stories. Yeah. Well, if you're like me, I I want to know what's the point. What's the point of something I'm doing? Why why do a devotional? Do I do a devotional because I'm a Christian and people tell me to and somebody is speaking about devotionals to me, so oh, I should probably do devotionals. What's the point? And I was thinking about that. And um, I came to a bit of a conclusion. And I'm going to have, she's not in here. Yes, Whitney. Whitney's going to come up and write a few things on the whiteboard for me because I'm also a visual learner. Anybody else? Visual learner. Yes, I need to read things and see things with my eyes. Otherwise, it's like, woo, right over my head. And, and my mom's like, what did you learn today? And I'm like, um, I don't know. I have no idea what I learned today if I don't write things down. I don't know. But I have a couple of points that that Whitney are going to write down. All right? My point number one for doing a devotional 
is for it to lead you into a conversation with God. <laughs> Ooh, we're going deep. We're going deep. A verbal learner. <laughs> Ask, so a conversation with God, what does that look like? That can look like asking him questions. That can look like letting him speak to me. That can look like me telling him about my day. So everybody knows kind of what conversation with God looks like, right? Okay. Number two. Everybody say number two. Number two. It helps you. Wow, that was a lot for just saying number two. It helps you to read slash learn your Bible. And all the people that do devotionals said amen. Whoa. Because there's always different scriptures to look up. They usually have a scripture of the day, like you were saying. They usually have something like that. You have great penmanship. It's way better that Whitney's writing this because you guys would be like, what does that say? I, don't, I can't read that. Not the best penmanship ever, guys. I bet I can't. No, I'm kidding. And then number three, last but not least. Everybody say last but not least. It helps you to begin or continue a prayer life. All right, so we're going to go over them again, okay, because I like to read things because it gets in my mind a little bit better. Everybody look at number one, and remember, this is the point of a devotional. This is what a devotional should be doing for you and helping you do, okay? So number one, everybody read it together. Ready? Lead you into conversation with God. Number two, it helps you to learn and read your Bible. I love how some people said slash or and. I love it. It was great. And number three, helps you begin or continue your prayer life which can also kind of look like conversation with God, your prayer life. Thank you, Whitney. You're like Vanna White up there. Give it up for Whitney. So for me, that's exactly what a devotional does for me. And that is what I have found from doing devotions is that I felt like um, I'm a pastor's kid, and so I grew up in the church of, my, my dad was a pastor for 15 years, so that's a lot of your life. I'm only 24. Do the math. But um, I didn't understand my Bible. I didn't really understand um, what a relationship with God looked like outside of my parents' relationship with God. And I remember being your age and my mom being like, Jessica, what's the Lord speaking to you? And I'd be like, I don't know. What is the Lord speaking to me? And as I grew up, I realized that I thought that just because my parents had a relationship with God, that I had a relationship with God. And so for when I started doing devotions, I started understanding a relationship with God and what that looks like. And it looks like having conversation with him. It looks like reading your Bible. It looks like getting the scriptures in you, in your spirit. And it looks like having a prayer life. And that can sound super spiritual, having a prayer life. I know that for a lot of the time, like, I, I was confused by what that even meant. Like, 
do I kneel down by my bed and say, please, God, help me to be a better person? Like, what does that look like? But it just looks like being with God and allowing him to speak to you and praying for those around you, praying for your parents, praying for your family, whatever the Lord lays on your heart to pray for. And for me, because I didn't have a relationship with God, I didn't have any history with God. And there's this term that says, um, or a phrase, I guess, that says, build history with God, building your history with God. And you're like, what the heck does that mean? If you're like me, I'm like, what does building history with God look like? And it looks like understanding your Bible. It looks like, um, like I know if I've had a hard day, I can look back and say, well, I know that God brought me through this, and I know that he spoke this over my life. Or I can look back and be like, oh, my devotional said this this morning, and that's going to help me get through my day. Like today, I had a really rough day at work today, very stressful. Um, and I, I remembered back to my devotional this morning and being able to think about, okay, I can trust God. My devotional was all about trusting God and, and resting in him. And so being able to look back and think about that kind of helps you through your day. And so it's just super practical. Like, I just want to keep it super practical for you guys. Is that okay? Yeah. I'm getting a lot of blank stares. Are you guys? I really need the affirmation of like, yes, amen, hallelujah, preach it, girl, whatever you want. Shaba, whatever, Jabba the Hut. Hey, that works. Just don't call me Jabba the Hut because he's kind of ugly. But <laughs> anyway, um, so my point, my point with that is that it's, it's important to have your own relationship with God. God loves your parents. He loves to have a relationship with them. But he also loves you, and he wants to have a personal relationship with you. And devotions can help you start to get that going, start to get that relationship, start to build that history with him, and start to understand scripture. And it doesn't matter how old you are, he still wants you. And he still wants a relationship with you and he still wants to speak to you and he still wants to use you in whatever area that looks like whether it's at school whether it's at home oh hey mom i'll do the dishes it could look like that or hey mom i'll vacuum the living room for you let like you sit down on the couch and rest it can look like something like that right and um i want to talk a little bit about just the practical side of devotions, I know for me, um, it was really helpful if I do my devotion before I go to sleep most of the time. So if you're going to start doing devotion, you got to think about, okay, am I more awake or more alert in the morning or the evening? Or maybe I'm homeschooled and maybe I can do my devotions after lunch or before lunch. I don't know what homeschoolers do. Lizzie, you can attest to that. I don't know when, if you did devotionals as a homeschooler. You did, they do nothing. <laughs> That's what I suspected. You don't do anything at public school either. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I am preaching, trying to preach. No, I'm kidding. I socialize. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So my point is you got to figure out, okay, what's a good time for me? When am I going to be the most clear of mind? When am I going to be able to read what I'm reading and actually be able to understand it and learn something from it. Because you don't want to just have a devotional and read it and not learn anything from it, right? Because what would be the point of that? 
Exactly. Nothing. Be no point. So you got to pick something simple and something easy to understand as well. I know my devotional, I do a devotional called Jesus Calling. I don't know if any of you know what that is. I brought it with me, but I left it over there. I don't really feel like walking all the way over there to bring it over. But it actually has a morning and an evening devotional, which I usually do both in the evening because I have to get up seriously early for work, and I can't think that early in the morning. And um, my third point in that is that you also need to invite the Holy Spirit into your devotional time. Because I know for me... Sometimes when I read the Bible, and I don't know if any of you ever get confused too, but sometimes I get confused, like, wait, especially when I'm reading the Old Testament. Wait, God, you said what to those people? You did what to the, you murdered how many people? What? Like, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing what happens in the Bible. Does anybody read their Bible and think, what the, wow. Yeah, exactly. So when you can, when you can invite the Holy Spirit into that time, and to ask him to reveal to you what he's trying to say through that scripture, then it makes it a whole lot easier to understand. It makes it practical to you, and it makes it relevant in your life. And I also want to say, guys, don't beat yourself up if you miss a day of devotions. I've missed a day. I'm sure Ben's missed a day. I'm sure Jalene's missed a day. Maybe. <laughs> no. But it's not, it's not just about the devotional, guys, because the devotional is just kind of a kickstarter for your relationship with God. Like, it's what helps lead you into the conversation with God, my very first point. It should lead you into that conversation, not just be your relationship with God, okay? Does that make sense? Your, your relationship with God isn't just based around a devotional, right? Head nods, understanding. <laughs> You're very animated. I love it. Um, so I'm not going to stand up here and keep preaching to you guys about devotionals for too much longer. Um, because I know at this point I would be getting antsy and you guys are probably getting antsy and her feet are falling asleep. So, (laughs) so the lovely Lizzie Clark was kind enough to write up a devotional for you guys. And I just wanted you guys to be able to have something that shows you how practical it can be, and it shows you how fun and interesting a devotional can be, okay? Is that all right? So we're going to pass them around, and I'm going to read it to you, and then there are questions at the end that, yeah, we're going to split up a little bit, and you can answer the questions on your own. Yes, this is a test, and you will be graded, so pay attention, Gabe. Yes, this is your third PSSA of the day. I'm totally kidding. Sorry, guys. I remember taking PSSAs, and I remember honestly just filling in the bubbles at one point because I had no idea what was happening. I'm not condoning that. I'm not telling you to just fill in the bubbles, but sometimes it's fun to make little flowers with the bubbles. Oh, I was just going to say that, yeah, which means no music, it means no music department, no sports, boo, so. I'm not dissing sports, I'm saying boo to it not being a part of your school. If you, if you flunk your PSSAs, then you get stuff like that taken away. Thank you. Yeah, they can. 
And then you have to join leagues and pay $400 like I had to to play lacrosse in high school. All right, are we re yeah, I played lacrosse, that's right. <clears throat> I'm awesome. This is really small print, and I was just telling Lizzie I need to get my eyes checked, so bear with me. 2020 <laughs> vision. Great. If I only had mentality. So that's the title. All right, guys, follow along. We're done after this, so you can, you can hang in there for two more minutes, okay? I remember thinking at your age, if I only had blank, then my life would be complete. For example, I've always loved love. Give me a cheesy romantic comedy, Disney classic, or a sappy song, and I'll cry like a baby. I remember being your age, and it seemed like all my friends were finding love. I remember for many years, if only I could find my dream guy, everything would be perfect. My life would be perfect, or girl, or girl, for you boys. <laughs> I got some weird looks on that one. Um, <laughs> obviously, this mentality can apply to many more scenarios. Maybe you think your life would be perfect if you made straight A's, or if you were the quarterback. There are three things wrong with this mentality. Number one, having this mentality caused me to distance myself from the Lord, or from what the Lord wanted me to focus on at that time. Oh, there, oh, sorry. Sorry, I was like, number two. Nope, there's a scripture. That's not a number two. Scripture. So I run like someone who has a goal. I fight like a boxer who is hitting something, not just the air. That's 1 Corinthians 9.26. Yes, it did. It was probably the message version or ERV. I don't know what that means. Oh, I was like, what is, what is Irv? That's cool. Oh, that's cool. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there, there's an app for everything. There's an app for Me too. Yes. No more the message Bible. I just want it easy to read. All right, guys. Number two. I was setting myself up for disappointment whenever I got what I wanted because I was expecting perfection in an unhealthy way. The scripture that goes with that one. You began your life in Christ with the Spirit. Now do you try to complete it by your own power? That is foolish. Galatians 3.3, 3, easy to read version. Number three, number three. Yeah, isn't this good, guys? Like, don't you want her to just write a whole devotional book for you that you can, that you can take home? Yeah, we're working on it. We're going to talk to the publisher tomorrow. And yeah, 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 we're going to be big. It's going to be great. Um, okay, anyway, number three, I struggled with jealousy over someone else's perfect life instead of stewarding God's dreams and purpose for my own life. Yeah, literally, I have thought all of these things at one point or another. The scripture with that one, until the time came to fulfill his dreams, the Lord tested Joseph's character. Psalms 105, 19, the not so easy version to read. I'm just kidding. NLT. <laughs> Yeah, New Living Translation. I was kidding. Come on, guys. <laughs> I chose this I chose the scripture verse above because God was testing my character be, to be overcome by jealousy or rise above and trust God with my dreams. Hint, trust him. Amen. We spend too many time or too much time not trusting God. Anyway, that's not in the devotional. That was for free for you. <laughs> Today or tonight, I challenge you to focus on being present in this moment God has blessed you with. 
Be honest with yourself about what your heart longs for. For me, I longed for romance and to be loved. That's not a bad thing. I just had to give my desires to him so that he could be the lover of my soul. Amen. That's so good. Challenge your thoughts. Challenge your thoughts. You can do it. You can do it. What are some areas you feel your life could be perfect in if you just did slash had something? Are these areas pushing you towards Jesus or causing unhealthy feelings? Number two, do you have envy over someone else's life or dream? And number three, what is the Lord speaking to you about in this time of your life? So I want to take just a couple of minutes, guys. I'm done. We're just going to answer these questions independently because I think, um, at least for me, after hearing something like that, I need to apply it to make it practical in my life. Am I the only one who likes practical application? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hand out pens for me. So, guys, get get a little bit of space so you're not distracted, and I want you to really um, focus, and I want you to answer these questions honestly, okay? And this is going to help you start your conversation with God, help you jumpstart your relationship or continue on your relationship with him. I feel like somebody's eye is going to get stabbed out. I feel like you're like Oprah, and you get a pen, and you get a pen, and everybody gets a pen. <laughs> can, we get some, can we get some, like, calming music or something? I like mood, you know? Not not the sugar plum. No, no, no. no. No, don't throw things at me. I can't catch. Don't. All right, guys, spread out. I feel like you have you didn't even move. Can y'all can you guys just spread out? I'm distracted just looking at you, not being so close to people. All right, we're just gonna take a couple minutes. We just have a couple minutes left, okay? Get with the Lord, ask him questions.
right, guys. It looks like most of you are done. And if you're not done, take this home with you. Take it home with you anyway, even if you are done. Keep it next to your bedstand. Reread it over and over. I guarantee you will get more out of it than even you did right now. But can everybody just come back in to the center real quick? You just stay. Just stay. (laughs) I just want to pray over you guys. Is that okay? And then we're going to be done. Okay? You guys were awesome, by the way. Thank you for letting me talk to you. Not like you had a choice, but... Oh, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. I do love words of affirmation. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I'm kidding. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stop. But thank you. No, I'm kidding. No, but thank you, God. I just thank you, Lord, um, tonight for this group of kids. God, I thank you for their hearts for you, God. I thank you that even when they've had a rough day at school, maybe, or even when they're in the middle of doing PSSAs, God, that you still are chasing after their hearts, God, and that you still got them here tonight, Father. And I know that it wasn't by accident, God, and I just thank you for um, for just all of their hearts, God. I thank you for all of the callings that are in this room right now, the teachers, the nurses, the doctors, the, the, um, the preachers, whoever they are, God, the next president maybe. God, I just thank you for all the callings on on these lives, God, and I thank you for the opportunity to speak to them. Father, and I just ask that as they go on this journey with you, God, to do a devotional, to um, to just be really practical and to just build the relationship and their history with you, God, I just I just thank you that um, that you'll never leave them, God, that you'll never forsake them, Father, and I thank you that in that moment, in those times, God, when they feel like you're far away, God, that you'll just come in and wrap them up, God, in your arms, Lord, and just whisper to them that you love them, Lord. And I just pray that every single one of these kids, God, would just feel your overwhelming presence and your overwhelming love for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. That was much better. Thanks, guys. This podcast was recorded live at a Wednesday night youth meeting. To find out more, check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching Airborne Youth.